Hey, 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 what is going on, guys? Welcome to AdventureCast, the... It... Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it happens every time. I, I I always get that part right, but then when I start to say the rest, I trip over my words or I say that it never fails. I guess this is just what I'm uh what I'm destined to do is just mess up every time. Alright, I'm gonna try to say this again. Here we go. So should I be restarting my recording each time or are we just gonna keep it rolling? Do, are do you have it rolling right now? Can, like still? Yeah. Yeah, keep it rolling. Yeah, it's, it rolling. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Keep it rolling. Hey, 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 what is going on guys? Welcome to another episode of AdventureCast, the podcast that revolves around Adventure Quest Worlds and everything AE. I am your host, Lanky, and today I bring you the seventh episode of AdventureCast. We are almost on episode 10. Very proud of that. Thank you guys for all the continuous support. Today, I am doing an interview. And not only am I doing an interview, I am introducing you guys to uh, someone that I think uh, will be beneficial to this podcast. Someone that I think I will be able to have conversations with and you know, just rather than doing this alone, I can finally have someone to talk to and the episodes will just be better uh, that way. So I have a co-host now, if you guys do not know, which you guys didn't until you listen to this episode. Um, But I'm interviewing my co-host today. We're going to ask him some questions and get get to know know this person. I sent out a tweet uh, for you guys to send this person questions. And I don't think you guys knew that this person was going to be the co-host. You just thought I was going to interview this person, which I am. But there is something bigger planned there. So today I present to you Thrud. Thrud, how are you doing? I've just been listening to the intro. Your voice sounds really good. Ah, um, thank you. <laughs> a lot better than mine. But yeah, um, I just ate breakfast and I'm ready for the podcast. Oh, what'd you eat? Because I ate too. What did you eat? So I am trying to get myself like in really good shape right now because I'm trying to join the Marines later. Oh, oh, wow, nice. I had rice, unseasoned chicken, and green beans. Okay. Ooh, rice and oh man, unseasoned. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not well. Okay, I like the taste of meat. Yeah. So it's not that bad for me, but yeah. a lot of people are kind of gross out when they see me eat it because it's like, ew, you're. you're <laughs> put put some salt on that, please. Like something. <laughs> nah, that's all good though. That's really cool that you're gonna like join the Marines and you're and you're getting in shape and all that. Like for me, and I and I respect that. And but for me, <laughs> I always say that I'm gonna like get in shape. I'm like, you know what? Mm, I'm gonna do it, and I plan it out. But I I can't I can't commit to it. Thread. I, mm. I need help. You know what? It it was really hard for me too. Uh, getting started. Yeah. Um, it takes a while to get into the habit. And what really helped for me is having somebody do it with me. And right. uh, I have a friend that me and uh, her go to the gym. Uh-huh. And it's just made it to where, well, if I don't go, well, then I'm letting that person down. So, Ooh. yeah, that's a br- kind of mm-hmm. forces me to do it. That's a good way to think about it and, and do it that way, at least. I don't know. Like, I want to. Like, I, I want to. It's not like I'm. I'm crazy, like out of shape or anything, but I, I would, I would like to be able to go to the gym and just like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's good just for your normal health and it's just a good habit to get into just to get in that routine and stay healthy. I think that's good. So good luck with that. And, uh, that's really awesome. Um, I, I ate, uh, pepper, uh, what's it called? Pepper, pepper beef. It's like, it's like noodles and 
and then the uh meat and it has like pepperoncini peppers in it and like it makes this kind of like liquid like sauce inside it and it's like it's really good it's good if you like that sounds pretty good it's delicious it's good and and it's seasoned so but it's really, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking that i was like the seasoning <laughs> yeah it was so much seasoning it's it's good if you if you like uh it's not spicy but if you like peppers kind of it's, it's it's good um but that's cool um yeah so i i i hope you guys are are ready for this because i am and I hope you guys are excited to have another voice on this podcast because I'll be honest with you, I am terrible at this game. <laughs> I've been playing it forever, but I'm not good. I uh, I just I just enjoy you know playing it and stuff like that. But I, I'm I'm no like I don't know much about classes. Like classes to me are just oh that was fun to use, you know. And then there's people that are very that understand them and. Uh, I'm not that guy, so uh, it, it'll be cool to have someone else be able to um, talk about things like that and and uh, give me that that kind of point of view that I can't offer at least. I've been trying to break the game for about two years now. Right, that's always fun. Yeah, that's, I that, <laughs> I enjoy that about games. It's always fun to uh, like that's what people. I didn't. I, I I apologize for cutting you cutting you off. I just I, I want to. I tend to. I. I tend to do that a lot, but I don't mean to, so don't 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 get mad at me. I uh I like to say things because if I don't, I'll forget what I was gonna say. Um, but I I enjoy breaking games as well. Like when Cyberpunk came out, everyone well not everyone, but a lot of people didn't like it, and I could see why. And they're like, "Oh, this game is so broken. It's so glitchy." But I to me, that's fun. I I think games are so much more fun when they break and you kind of just sit there and let the game play itself. Um, yeah, I think that's fun, but continue. I, d- I did not mean to, uh, to cut you off there. So there's different things that I'd like. I've caused actual glitches to happen or just, um, making a class that shouldn't be broken completely like off the rails doing damn, like doing stupid amounts of damage. Right. And, uh, so I've done a lot of experimenting with the classes, uh, themselves mm-hmm. and um i think that's where i've gotten most of my knowledge of what's like good what has potential or what's just bad you gotcha. know yeah 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 and some things are bad now but they were really good uh back in the day but it's just power creep has made it to where some of those classes are not as good as their uh newer variants yeah. which is okay in my opinion right have you <laughs> Have you ever thought of joining the bug testing team? <laughs> I really wanted to, actually. Really? Um, yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Because I signed up for it, mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten an email back, so ah. that dream is far gone. It's far gone. <laughs> and, until they uh, until they hire again. Who knows? Who knows? You might get it next time. That'd be cool. That, w- that would be actually really cool to be part of the team. Like, your whole, your whole role is to, here, break this. <laughs> like... Try to try to see what's wrong with this and make it not work so we can fix it. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think one of my favorite bugs that I've caused so far uh-huh. is um, if the server is lagging, you mm-hmm. can log out. And then when you log back in, uh, there will still your account is still logged in mm-hmm. where you logged out because of the server lag. Yeah. And then 
you basically leave behind a ghost. So you can go into the same room that you were in, <laughs> and then you'll have a mirror image and yourself in there. And I think <laughs> that is my favorite one. <laughs> Your character's having like a literal out-of-body experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's... You can't see the mirror image. Everybody else can, though. Oh, so there's oh, two okay. of you in the room. Gotcha. And everyone's like, what the heck? Why, why, why are there two of thread? <laughs> yeah, everybody freaks out. It's it's like um, a party trick almost. <laughs> you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> that, that's I cool. can't really control when it happens, though, because you have to wait for server lag. Right. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, now's my chance. I guess my first question and uh, that I could ask you, because that sounds really interesting, and um, I, I would definitely like to hear more about it, but okay so what's your let's say what's your uh aqw history was was aqw your first rx entertainment game that you played from ae or did you play like dragon fable adventure quest classic all that my first game was actually adventure quest classic um really yeah i think i started playing that in 2009 okay or earlier right um because I was on my dad's computer uh, when I was a wee little one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, yo, this game has swords. That's sick. You're like, hey, dad, let me use your computer. And you're like, yo, this sword, this game has swords. <laughs> Sweet. Because <laughs> I think I think my first like ever video game was Webkin's. Oh, and then, okay. Yeah. So that kind of translates well from Webkins because, you know, it's a browser game. And, right. And uh, you click around, you move. Yeah. But this one had fighting in it. And I was like, oh, okay. This is this is a step up. I'm I'm a real gamer now. <laughs> yes. My nine-year-old <laughs> self. Um, but, yeah, I really did enjoy Adventure Quest Classic. I thought it was a really cool game. I think it was two years later. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, they have an online game? And I started playing that. Nice. It, it it seems like a lot of people started out like not on AQW. It seems like they started out on Dragon Fable or Adventure Quest Classic and this and that. But I'm I'm boring. Like I said, I started out on AQW. So it's like I wish I had kind of hop like discovered those games first, and then saw like whoa like or like saw like you did like oh my god they have an online game or saw it when it came out like whoa now this i gotta try this you know but i i just started out on on aqw and <laughs> never left i've been here ever since and i've tried to play the other ones i just it's weird like i could get into them but i haven't devoted that much time to trying to get into them and learn them just because i'm like i'm gonna go back on aqw you know what i mean yeah i get that yeah i i need to do that because i've heard a lot of good things and I say this like every episode. I'm always like, I need to, I need to try this. I need to play this, but I really do. But uh, I don't know something about AQW. Something about that this this game just keeps me around and keeps a lot of people around. Yeah, there there are a lot of people that stay around, and there, there's a lot of factors that go into people staying around because there are a lot of things to like about the game. Yeah, I agree. I said this in my last episode that it seems to happen like every single year that people are like, oh. I'm leaving. I'm quitting. This game's dying. Uh, but they, they always come back. Like, I don't know. You If you try to, like, you say you're going to quit. And some people do, right? But you, most people just, just come back. But then, and that's what I mean by saying there's like, there's something about this game. And I, and I, I can't like 
exactly put my finger on it, but people people enjoy it, and something something makes you one day be like, I'm gonna go check back on AQW again, and then here they are again, and they're playing until the next time. They're like, okay, I'm done. But uh, that that's that's happening again right now. What what do you what do you think about that? Like, do you do you have do you understand those people? Like, do, like, cause there's some parts where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I could see why they wouldn't want to play this and they, and they have valid reasons, uh, to, to want to leave and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. But what do you, what do you think about that? Cause that's, that's kind of popping off right now. It's going on. So I've never said that I'm going to quit the game. Uh, I've, it, it's, it's something that I like actually enjoy doing. So, um, there hasn't been that moment for me where I'm like, you know, heck, AE, I'm not going to play this anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I completely understand uh, where people can come from, or where people do come from. Uh, right. Because there are games that I've played that I just don't enjoy anymore. And uh, like I said, there's a lot of good things that go into people coming back, but there's also... Uh, a whole bunch of things that can lead to somebody leaving. Yeah. I know that certain people have left because of drama. Um, (laughs) Some people leave because they are bored and don't have anything to do. I think that is the main two reasons that I've seen so far for people leaving. Yeah. I can... I I see that too. Uh, I don't know, like... I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like you. Like I've never ever said like, okay, I'm done. I quit. I'm I'm never coming back. Never said that. Like, yeah, I've taken breaks, not intentionally, not on purpose. You know, it just it happens. That just happens in life. You know, but um, yeah, I've never said that I'm gonna gonna quit. But um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I can see why people would. Um, but it it seems hard. I don't know. Maybe it's just because like I'm a I'm a different type of uh, of person when it when it comes to like playing games. I'm very I'm very easy to please, and um, I, a lot of people like a lot of people are very serious about about like playing games. Which yeah, I I understand that too. But like it, it's weird because I'm not one of those people. Like I'll play a game and no matter what, like I'll find fun in it and I'll have fun, you know, and people are like, oh, you know, they're not doing this to the game. And I'm like, well, but there's so much in this game to do. There really is. There is a lot. Um, it, it's kind of just like endless. You can never beat this game 100%, I don't think, just because of how long it's been going and they've been updating it. And just from that, there's so much uh, available to do. Yeah, some things are repetitive, but you know, I understand that too. But I, I think that the the drama part mostly, from what I've seen, is well, for, just from what I've seen, my short time on the Adventure Quest Worlds like Twitter community, because I've been playing this game for ten years, but I've never been on the Twitter or anything um, until when I made uh, my my main YouTube channel. Um, that's when I started to see like, yeah, there's a lot of drama and it's, and, it, and it's all like on Twitter. Like Twitter is such a crazy place. Twitter is a cesspool is what I've heard it called. Yeah. And honest. So my 
experience with Twitter has been really positive, actually. Yeah. Um, there's only been, I think, three instances that were negative on mm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand the other person. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they, there's some times where it, you're just going to disagree with people. And yeah. you just have to leave it at that, you know? Yeah. And when you disagree with people on Twitter, that usually doesn't go well. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it blew up into anything big. It was just somebody mm-hmm. was angry, and I was like, "All right, that dude's angry. We're just not gonna touch it," you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I um, I see, I see a lot of things on Twitter where I'm like, "This all could have been avoided if you just didn't answer," <laughs> and just like, mm. just let it go. Just whatever, dude. Just have fun. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of night, this is something completely random but i accidentally put defiantly uh-huh. instead of uh definitely mm-hmm. on one of my posts Uh-oh. and uh somebody corrected me yeah and then i'm pretty sure that they made a separate account just to correct me again because they saw that i wasn't frustrated with it <laughs> okay <laughs> and i was like, like yeah i'm gonna go through making a whole new email and a whole new twitter account just to tell them again that he should have said definitely and not defiantly. Mm, which, I mean, <laughs> I, I make fun of myself being illiterate a lot. Yeah, I, I'm so the same way. I know. it's That's it's not a, something that'll bother me. What, what, you me illiterate. No, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll laugh at it. I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's funny. Like, but what's the point of making a whole other account? Where do these people find time to do this? I don't understand. What's the point? I don't know. I, I think what the guy does, because his... Uh, I think his whole thing is just correcting people on that because I think mm-hmm. what he does is he just searches the word defiantly mm-hmm. on Twitter and then sees who's posting it and <laughs> then just reads through them and sees who does it wrong. Which, I mean, I think it's kind of funny, honestly. That is funny. <laughs> but, yeah. That's mm, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my there, God. There's, it's a weird world on Twitter. It is. But it's fun. I, li- I like to just sit back and watch. <laughs> That's so mm. funny, dude. So, since we're in the discussion of Twitter, um, when people go to your Twitter, they see that you got a lot of commissions done, um, which I think is really cool because it's supporting, you know, artists and um, and all that. Because I, I have a, I have a two real life friends who are uh, artists, and they do commissions. Not for this is totally separate from Adventure Quest Worlds. They don't even play the game, um, but they do do that and i know that there's 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 times when artists will go through time where they're not getting any commissions it's it's a very i i feel like it's a very hard field to um become very successful in it it which anything nowadays where you're kind of doing things online it's always hard to get your yourself out there and to get noticed so you can make this your stable business but um what got you into uh into wanting people to commission uh for you so the first ever one that i got was actually to spite one of my friends (laughs) okay Um, (laughs) because uh i'm clearly a legion fanboy oh yeah uh, i love my friend is a nation fanboy (laughs) okay so (laughs) i see where this is going uh what i did is i commissioned this guy to make an art piece mm-hmm. and i told him to put 
on one of the tombstones, Rip Nation. <laughs> and <Yeah>. then <laughs> put the dates of the like the end of the war on there. Right. And uh yeah, that that was actually what got me started on it, but I was like, oh, "Okay, this is actually really cool what this guy did, and I want more of it." Yeah. <laughs> so, that that's actually how it got started is I was spiting my friend. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> What did you like about the uh the Legion? Because I also am a, a Legion fan, like a big Legion fan. All the even if I'm wearing uh Blood of Nalgath armor in the game, I promise I love the Legion. Uh, <laughs> but what what got you um what what made you uh I can't speak what what drew you to the Legion? Because for me, it was it was just the whole like the way that like Dage looked and um. Uh, like the underworld looked and kind of the story. I was like, I really, this guy is really cool. Like this whole character and, and, and story of, of the legions really, really interesting. I, I, for so many years, I didn't even touch anything nation where, cause I was so involved with this. I was like, I'll get to that later. <laughs> but uh, what, what got you into the legion? I, I was playing this, originally when i was in middle school mm -hmm. and at the same time i was also playing world of warcraft okay i saw the lich king originally mm -hmm. and i was like yo that dude is sick yeah. like he <laughs> yeah he has this blue glowing stuff and uh he's all undead and spooky and i my, my favorite um holiday is halloween too so anything right. spooky is like it my brain lights up it's like yeah that's cool yeah um but I saw him, and then I was like, I was playing Adventure Quest, and the mm -hmm. Legion versus Nation war was going on. And I was like, yo, this dude looks kind of familiar, and I like it. So yeah, that's that's kind of what got me into it. The Legion is, uh, I'm just going to say it, it's cooler, it's better than the Nation, but hey, I'm going to say it, I don't want anyone arguing in the comments but uh yeah legion all the way man legion sick speak and and i've noticed w with your uh with your character the uh, what i i think what i really like about your character is like not like not only is he like super cool looking but uh it, it, he just reminds me of some like gunslinging like legion mercenary and I think that's really, really cool. Um, how did you? And I correct me if I was wrong on that, but how did you? Uh, how did you come up with that? So, I think it was when the hat came out, and mm. I, I was like, okay, this hat is really cool. I'm gonna make a set with it. Yeah. Because that that's usually how my set making gets started. Mm -hmm. Is I find an item that I like, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna build a set around said item. Yeah. And I think it was the hat that started it all. And um, that's cool. I was yeah. like, I took the hat and I was matching armors with it. And I came to the armor. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, this kind of looks like a, a gunslinger. Yeah. So then <laughs> I went and got the guns. Right. And it took me a while, actually, to get the cross on, mm -hmm. like the little cross part. But... It was one of the only capes that kind of matched the color of the armor and everything. Yeah. So that that's the reason for the, the cross thing. 
But that that's how it got started. And then it just kind of stuck. And it all started with the hat. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I and I, I, I noticed that your uh your character is always not always, but a lot of the time, like I, I've seen him in a graveyard a lot, which is also cool. Yeah, I usually do just when I when I do commission somebody for the first time, ninety nine percent of the time I'm just gonna give them the the character and be like, Hey, here's this, do with it what you will. Nice. And I think that gives the artist um the freedom to do what they do best you know mm-hmm. a lot of the artists in this community are really talented but oh yeah some of them are better at things um that are different you know um so some people might be good at making a whole scene right. some people might be better at drawing a, a single character you know yeah so there's when you give the artist freedom I feel like that's when you get the best works. Creative freedom is a a huge thing because they're like, wow, whoa, like this person doesn't want, like they told me, you know, obviously their character, but they're giving, they're like letting me take the reins and, and create this thing. Cause you, you just, you just like it because the art of course, and, and it's your character. It's like, oh yeah, cool. And you, that, that, that gives you uh, a whole collection of art pieces with, your character and um all these different art styles like you could make a photo album of all these pieces and just see everyone's take on your character like through their art style yeah i think it's uh definitely a really cool thing to do it is i want to try to commission someone like i've i've never commissioned anyone how to i mean i get i get how it works but i've never never done it i've been i've been looking around for someone to do it but I think it might just go like the route you did, like kind of pick someone and then be like, here, let's see what you got. And then, you know, just do a bunch of them like here, you know, and I, I don't know. I think that's cool because you support the artist and you get an art piece, obviously, and uh, a bunch of uh, collections of your art. And uh, but how many um, how many art pieces do you think you have that you've commissioned with your character? I couldn't tell you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't keep track of it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I keep it all in a file. Yeah. Um, but I keep all of the stuff from the contests mm-hmm. and the stuff that I've commissioned in the same folder. Okay. Which I, I might want to avoid doing that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they would really care all that much. Right. It, it's all, I think it all deserves to be in the same folder, you know? Yeah, of course. Definitely. It's got to be a lot because I I've seen a lot on Twitter uh of your character. It seems like a, a lot of like for the whole year and almost 2 years whatever I've been on on Twitter uh in the Adventure Quest Worlds um community. It seems like every time I open up Twitter, I see like a new art piece that someone did for your character. I'm like, that, I think that's how I I think the way I discovered you was I was on Twitter and this is when I just created my account, like fresh created it. And I, uh, I, I, I followed like the main people like Alina and Artix and Artix Entertainment, like, all, like the main people that I knew. And I was like, I'm going to follow them. And then, you know, you get suggested who to follow this and that. And I followed, uh, some of the artists and 
then from their retweets, I followed more artists. And then that's when I started to see like Thread. I'm like, who, who is this Thread guy? Like, like I, I need to see who this is. And like keeps getting these, these art pieces. I was like, this is so cool. Like his character is so sick. And I'm seeing all these different art pieces. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how I found out about your Twitter. Um, not knowing, you know, down the road that we'd be doing this, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm super, I'm super into like your, your character. I want to know like his story. Have you ever thought of that? Do you have like a story for your character at all? Or, or is it yeah, just I, like, I, Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. It's uh okay. We're, so we're, we're going to make a comic, uh, off of it. Nice. So I won't spoil anything. Yeah, no, um, only tell us what you can. Don't spoil. But me and Alfred are working together with it. Um, Beautiful. To make the first... It, we're going to make it at least a first book. Uh, so I, I don't think we're going to sell physical copies or anything. Uh, it might get to that point if it becomes popular. Right. But um, for right now, we're just planning on making the comic and doing everything digital that's uh, awesome but if it does grow in popularity obviously i'm going to uh, keep it going yeah but if sure. it's if it's something that people aren't interested in yeah. then it's just gonna be something that i do for fun you know yeah definitely that's cool that's interesting i hope i hope it becomes popular it seems like i i also noticed that everyone always just has like I've never seen anyone be negative to you. I've I've just only ever seen good things. Um, mm. I mean, I I've also have never seen you on Twitter just be mean or rude. You're just you're very very supportive of people and very like generous. Um, and uh, yeah, I've always just seen good things. So I think people I try. Will, well, yeah, I try to be as professional as possible. Of course, be. Because, like I said, you know, it would be awesome to work at AE. Oh, so it would. I try to keep everything professional so that if they're looking at me, yeah. then it's not a negative view. Right. Know? No, I agree with that. It, it. I mean, yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> I've always wanted to to work at AE when I ever since I started playing the game. I was like, that would be so cool to 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 work here and like our. I mean, I I don't know what I could contribute. Nothing really. I'm not I'm not artistic or anything. So I, you know, I don't know how to code or or you know, program a game or anything. But it's it's cool to think like that would be a really cool job. Would be awesome. Uh, I actually did get into coding when I was in high school just Re because of this game. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're like this, but I'm the kind of person that like what I like to do is is like video editing like editing things like photos because that's what i do i mean it's not my main job but that's what i do in real life is i do photography like i in that realm so like that and video editing and just creating videos like that's what i like to do but i also like to learn a lot of other things and just to see if i like it or you know because sometimes I'll, I'll i remember one time me and my friends we downloaded unity and we tried to make our own game because we came up with a story just like if a character we thought of off the top of our head and we were like oh let's try to make a game tried it and we're like this is really hard and <laughs> like we just didn't do it anymore um but I, I i've looked at coding i tried to make a website one time and i was like never mind <laughs> like 
This is hard. <laughs> it is pretty hard. Uh, I've made a few games that were really bad. Yeah. But <laughs> I yeah. did make like um, just some like generic games that you see a lot of copies of. Like yeah. um, I think I don't remember what the original game was called, but it's you have like a little slider at the bottom and you got the ball and it goes and hits the bricks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I've made stuff like that, but I'm not that well-versed in coding to where I could code something like Adventure Quest. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's it's hard. I I I've I when I tried to like code things like, "All right, today I'm going to try to learn how to make a game like on Unity or or use Blender or something." They're like, "Okay, I'll look up videos like a tutorial it'll be like, "Make your first Blender game or your first character and like this one easy video." And I'm watching it's like 30 minutes long or whatever and I'm like, what this is not easy what are you talking about (laughs) like this is so hard with this game being so old yeah i'm surprised that it's not more broken than it is yeah that's because there what has it been like uh almost 13 years now 12 something like that yeah i think it's it's going on to its 12th year usually with games the older they get the more broken they get right and there aren't that many game breaking bugs there there are a few uh-huh that um like the thing where you accept something twice it, it'll just boot you from the game oh uh, yeah yeah that i think that came around because people were accepting twice and then getting twice the reward for their farm so i think that's how that came about but that's really the only uh bug that i can think of that is like a harmful bug to the game. You would think that you made a good point that you're surprised this game isn't as or isn't more you know, broken for how old it is. Like, um, you you think it would be like I I don't I don't know much about Flash obviously, but like the internals or anything. But you would think like, well, it's kind of common knowledge that Flash is like it's not like cr- something crazy, you know? It's it's Flash, but you would think that with that being so old and flash being dead and everything that this game would probably be more broken, but it held up really, really well over the years. It can only get better. I think like in terms of stability. Uh, Okay. So I'm not entirely sure what they are doing with the computer game, Mm -hmm. because I know that AQ 2d is a thing or AQ mobile. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to change the, um, the word is escaping me now. Uh-huh. Um, what, uh, is it an operating system? Uh, is Flash an operating system? I don't know. I'm, people are probably like, no, like, people are probably at their computers like, what, you're, what do you mean? <laughs> like, uh, no, I think opera, operating system, I think it would be like Windows and Linux, I think is an operating system. Flash, I think is just... <laughs> they call it a multimedia software platform okay all right if they change the program that it okay i don't know if they're planning to change the program that adventure quest runs on on the computer or uh, not. okay because I see they they talk about aq mobile but i haven't seen as much talk about changing oh it's an engine there we go i think yeah, but they haven't talked much about changing it off of Flash on the computer. Okay. So that's 
one of the things that I'm kind of concerned about. All right. Because with Flash not being supported anymore, yeah. that means that newer computers won't come with it, you know? No, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Because I, I said it could get better, but if Flash ceases to exist like it has, there isn't anything to make it better for Flash because it it it's non-existent anymore or supported. With them putting it onto another medium, yeah, that is, I think, really beneficial. Mm-hmm. But I also do hope that they do change it on the computer as well. You know, get it off of Flash, put it onto something else. So yeah. they can do more with it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I wonder, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, this isn't my world, like, but I wonder what they could, what they could put it on instead of Flash. You know, like what, like what could they do to, to do that, to make it better so they can keep making it better and improve it, um, it is a question that I would, I would like an answer for maybe, maybe someone can answer that. I don't know, like what if you had a if you had the like Adventure Quest Worlds, this is your game, and Flash is like, oh well, Flash isn't supported anymore. It's like, well, oh no, how am I supposed to make it better? What could I take it and put it on and still keep that style, that Flash style, but it's not technically Flash, I guess. I mean, they've. I think they're doing a pretty good job with uh, AQ Mobile, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if whatever it is they're running on the phones yeah can be run on the computer so right um honestly i don't know i am rx may have mentioned it on his twitter mm-hmm. but um my memory doesn't contain every single twitter post well yeah ever. <laughs> so I-, <laughs> I can't i can't remember what it if he said it or not it seems comp- obviously compared to other game engines or whatever it flash i guess yeah it's like a game engine or well i mean they use it as a game i don't know i I have no idea but uh, compared to other ones like it's it it's the simpler of all of them so i wonder if they could figure like go in and and see how it how it is and kind of that, that this might be very unrealistic or asking too much but like kind of code their own uh engine basically to run the game you know what i mean so i do know that there have been companies that have done that in the past uh, i don't think that they were i think they were much larger than uh, rx entertainment though yeah i can i can think of one is um are you familiar with the game metal gear solid yes okay so hideo kojima the creator of that game worked for konami and they were putting out the Metal Gear Solid games, and he basically, I forget what, what happened. He got, he, he he ended up leaving Konami. Something happened. I, I don't know the full the full story off the top of my head. I'd have to do my research, but basically he left and then created his own game engine called, I think it's called the Fox Engine. He created his own engine, and that's that's when he released like Metal Gear Solid, uh, Ground Zeroes, and Phantom Pain, like on his own game engine. He basically left and was like, okay, well, I, I want to keep making these games. People want them. I want to continue the story. Boop, 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 code my own. Here it is. You know what I mean? So I wonder if they could do something like that. It would definitely take time 
Oh, oh, for sure. Um, but I wonder if that's like that's possible. I don't see how it couldn't be. But then again, like I said, I'm a layman when it comes to this. So speaking of uh, time, actually, mm-hmm. a lot of people seem to be very frustrated with the amount of time it is taking for Adventure Quest 2D to come out. Yeah, but I don't think that they take into account that a lot of companies are silent about what they're doing, you know? Right. Um, like, you won't really know about other companies' projects until they're almost done, you know? Yeah, that's true. Whereas I feel like RX Entertainment is a lot more open with what they're doing. So Very transparent, yeah. I think that kind of is a double-edged sword uh, for them. And I, yeah, I understand both sides because people aren't used to that. You know, people aren't used to companies being open with what they're doing. Yeah. So when they see something, they're like, "Oh, this is gonna come out soon" because they're showing it off. Mm-hmm. But it might not, you know, because like they said, the release date is when it's ready. Yeah. So yeah, I'd rather have it the release date be when it's ready rather than. I don't know. I always think when just, we want it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah, exactly. When everyone wants it, it's just no. When it's ready, you know, put it out because then that gives you the time to perfect it and tweak it and fix problems and all that. And you make a good point about companies usually being silent about their projects. Like you could also take, for example, like a, a movie. Like you see a trailer for a movie, and you're like, like the the new like Saw movie that came out. Um, they were filming that back in like 2018, 2019. Like it takes a lot of time, but no one knew. And then they're like, Oh, here it is. You know what I mean? Cause they're, they're silent about it, but Artix is not They're They, they tell you what's going on. Um, I don't know. People are, uh, are very, uh, and I see their points and I, and I see why they, uh, say the things they say. But I also, I like, I, I was never one of those people, but you know, I had my, kind of like discrepancies with the game and stuff like that but um alina kind of like spelled it out for me when i released the first episode of this podcast and we were going back and forth on twitter and i made me take a lot of things into consideration that for some reason i never i never just never crossed my mind but they were so simple i was like well wait well yeah that of course you know what i mean um you know it's like these this isn't like a humongous AAA game studio, um, it's a it's a very small, independent, like player funded thing. Like it's not like they have two hundred people on their on their roster. You know, it's not like they have like fifty different coders and animators. Work. You know what I mean? It's like it's a small thing, and they release every single week for what thirteen years consistently there there's no other game that i can think of that does no no of course not no no one's ever going to take that away from them and no one's ever going to want to try to beat that it's like that that's always going to be theirs that's something that's very unique about uh rx entertainment yeah as they do do weekly updates and you really don't see that anywhere else no um there are games that do have weekly changes mm-hmm. like um for example yeah i, I do play a lot of destiny mm-hmm. uh, but they have their big update and then they kind of separate the big update 
to where it updates slowly throughout the week. But sometimes the updates like aren't actually anything new. It's yeah. like, well, we're going to put this event back so mm-hmm. that you can play this, but nothing new is coming out, you know? Right, yeah. They actually, I mean, even now, like recently, they've been doing the daily updates, which that is absolutely unheard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For a game to do daily updates, like that is crazy. You guys got to be on it, every, like literally twenty four seven. Yeah. So, especially with a smaller company, yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's just a lot uh, that you, that people need to take into consideration with it, with with this. Like, yes, I understand what these people are saying, and some of the stuff I agree with. But you also, upon agreeing on that, you also have to say, well, think about this though. It's like, come on, like it's, it's not. I don't know. It's cut them some slack. Like and 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 if they make a mistake, yeah. People make mistakes. It happens. It's human nature. It Oh yeah. It happens. But people seem like when you make a mistake, people seem to hold you to that forever. And they I don't know. It it gets annoying kind of. It's like, man, but think about this. Like think about what they're giving you. You know what I mean? They do do a lot. And I feel like some people don't see that. Also, uh, to talk on people not appreciating things. Yeah. I've noticed that um, a lot of the people that don't actually appreciate the things are the people that bought. And I think there is a reason for that. Because me personally, I did not bought through any of the farming. Right. So when I look at this, like when I look at Legion Revenant, Mm -hmm. there's like... I have the memories of farming that and how annoying it was at times and just the amount of time that went into it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So when I look at the item, I kind of have an appreciation for it. Yeah, exactly. Because you worked for it. You know what it took to get that. You you can't appreciate something that you just flip on a program and go to bed and wake up. You know, like, so, you know. Oh, oh, I got Legion Revenant. Yeah, I have it, but you don't, you don't, you don't sit there and look at it in your inventory. And be like, I did that. You know what I mean? I hate to admit this, but I did do a lot of the farming while I was at work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I couldn't. Like, uh, my job doesn't require a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. So I do have moments where I can farm. <laughs> yeah. On here. Sure. While still doing my job. Yeah, why not? If you can if you can do it and not get in trouble for it, why not? It took me, I think, about three or four weeks, though, Yeah, of doing it at my job and at home to get it. And people come in, and they start complaining about it, and it's like, well, that kind of makes me think that you didn't actually play the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Because they, they don't have the appreciation for it. Right. Do we want to start on the questions now? Uh, Yeah, we can start on the questions. Um, I'm going to... Let me open up Twitter really quick. Um... I sent out a tweet. Um, I said, hey, guys, I need your help. I'm recording episode seven on Tuesday with Thread. Uh, I don't know why every time I say your name, I like, <laughs> I'm like, Thread? <laughs> or I'm like, Thread. I don't know why. <laughs> hope you don't hope you don't mind that. I just, I have fun sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> like, what questions do you have for him and what topics would you like us 
to touch on. Um, and scrolling down, King Atlan asks, what was the inspiration behind your OC? Uh, and he says in parentheses, from the set we commonly see in his commissioned pieces, and why does he like that particular theme in comparison to others? So we did kind of touch on this earlier. Um, yeah. It all started with the hat. But <laughs> the hat. The hat that changed the world. <laughs> yeah. There, There is a reason that I do stick with it. And uh, it does look... I do think it does look really cool. It, but yeah, um, it does. Part of it is my grandpa uh, died mm-hmm. during... Like right before the whole COVID thing happened. Oh, sorry to hear and that. Yeah. He was, like, to put it into the best uh, describing words, is he was, like, an actual cowboy. So, I... Really? That's cool. Yeah. I'm trying to... He kind of raised me a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I learned a lot of how to be... I don't don't think that I'm, like, the best man out there, but... Right. I did learn about how to be at least a good man. Of course. From him. Yeah. That's good. You need that. I do respect him a lot, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, he was a cowboy. I'll be a cowboy too, you know. Right, that's awesome. It's almost like you're ca- like carrying a piece of him with you. Mm-hmm. I have his, uh, I have his ammunition belt actually right next to me. <laughs> so, man, you weren't kidding. Like that's so. He had like a bandolier. Yeah, I. Ha- it's on. It's in my closet. That is super cool. That's a good answer. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm of course I'm I'm sorry to hear about his passing, but uh, I like that. That was a good answer. I think he passed in a way that he would have wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was his time. Uh, he worked himself to death. He was a hardworking man. And I think that his death reflected that and showed that, you know, he did what he wanted to do all the way to the end, which gotcha. is work his butt off. <laughs> right, right. I can I can, uh, I can, can relate to that, that that whole thing. Not not the cowboy part, but that, that that's cool, though. But, uh, no, I can relate to that. Um I never, you know, I've never said this on the podcast and I never said it in any of my videos, but there's a while on my main channel that I didn't upload because my dad actually uh passed away in December. Um and that and I obviously I wasn't focused on this at all. You know, I was like dealing with all that. Um but I can relate to uh, having a figure teach you how to be like a good man. Um, and I, and I'm the same way. I, I don't think I'm the best, you know, I'm the best man out there. Um, but taught me a lot on how to be a, a good stand up guy and like just a, a good, responsible, um, good man and all that. So I, I can, that, that kind of re- I, that resonated with me. I, I definitely related to that a lot. Yeah, I think 90% of us guys do have that uh, interaction with somebody where it's like, you know, this guy's a good guy. I'm going to try to be more like him, you know. Of course. It, it Whether it's like like a grandpa or like a, a father, like whether it's, you know, you like say whether it's your father that, 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 that is that figure to you. But you also sometimes find another person that you, you kind of connect with that is also like a secondary, like father figure that teaches you a lot of things and um, uh, stuff like that. And, and people need that. It's always a good thing to have. Yeah. I think um, all of the experiences that I've had growing up have turned me into who I am today. Right. And that that's a very, you hear that a lot, but you kind of realize it 
uh, when looking, I, I do dwell on the past a lot. Right. So that's something that I kind of see. It's like, well, all of this happened. So now I am thread of today, mm. you know? Gotcha. Yeah. My dad was also the same way. He, he worked, worked until the day he was gone, like worked himself. Um, you know, and, and I also learned a lot from that too. Like always, always be working to provide for yourself, family, you know, everything else. And I don't know that was a really good answer. I definitely, I don't know that was good for me. I, I relate to that. So that's really cool. Next question from CDE. Uh, CDE asks, Thrud's OC has been conceived for a while now, and he does constantly, I cannot talk, constantly don the set. As with many of us players, we have our own set combinations to call our own, but we still grow tired of them over time. So my question to Thrud is, do you grow weary of your set after spending this long with it? No. Uh, And I do put on the most recent thing to come out if I do like it. Mm-hmm. Because I try to advertise for the game, kind of, by right. being a Yulgar. But I do put on whatever's new for a few days. And then I always just go back to my main set after I feel like um, people are like, oh, where did you get that? I'm like, well, you get it here. Mm-hmm. But once people stop asking that, then I kind of put back on my main set. I, I don't grow tired of it. I think it it is my favorite set so far that i've made once you kind of create something that you just like so much i was i was that same way with uh the original dark caster i wore that for years years and years, oh, and years. that was like everybody my set. loves the original dark caster it's so good <laughs> that was like my set it was that and then i always had i always had dark side class with it so that was like my thing um and then uh yeah, so I, I know what you mean by that. It's like you'll you'll wear something new and I'll be like, oh, this is cool. But then I'm like, okay, time to go back to time to go back to this, because uh, yeah, I don't know. I li- I like that. Actually, Dark Slide. Uh, mm-hmm. I was listening to your last video, yeah, or podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he was one of the original. <laughs> like like yeah. you said, people are like, oh, he had Dark Side originally. He's really cool. I was like, I, yeah. I didn't get it. Dark Side. I actually sold the cheeseburger. No, no. To... <laughs> God, God, no. <laughs> I sold the cheeseburger to make space in my inventory no, back why? in the day. Because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was me like, either. They... No, that's no excuse. Me either. I was like, I was like, ah, cheeseburger in my inventory. Why not? <laughs> I just kept it because I thought it was cool. I thought it was funny. And then it turned into this. I was like, oh, my cheeseburger's gone. <laughs> but I was like, this is a pretty cool class. I can't believe yeah. it. No. I, oh, that breaks I my heart. I had to IODA it. That breaks my heart. Hey, hey, who cares? At least you have it. I have every single Legion class except for one, and that's Legion Paladin, and I can't I, IODA that. The only thing that I can do is hope to God that they re-release it. Yeah. Which Arx did say like two years ago now uh-huh. that <laughs> they were going to restock some of the armor shirts yeah and i've had i've like I've, i'm waiting i'm waiting and i am ready yeah for that to come out <laughs> so i can i can have the final piece to my uh legion infinity class gauntlet you know yeah exactly <laughs> the legion thanos that's funny mm. uh Oh my god! I, I like internally, like in my head, like Thrud. Why did you sell your cheeseburger? Can't believe that. Yeah, people would be like, uh, they're like, oh my god, Dark Side. I, I haven't seen that. Like that's so rare to see. I'm like, yeah, you know, no big deal. I got Dark Side, <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a cool class. It's just 
don't know. I just I like Dark Side. It's cool. Um, but yeah, that's one of the originals. I think my the first rare Legion class that I got my hands on was Blade Master, and uh, yeah, I did not have a Legion farming pet at the ta- time, mm-hmm. so I was farming the tokens one by one for that. Wow, <laughs> jeez, yeah. So that was over 2,000 turn-ins because I didn't know the better way to farm. I don't know if you ever thought about this. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you probably could, but you you have a lot of Legion things and, like, the classes and everything. But, man, that sounds like you could make, like, a, like a YouTube series out of that somehow, like a creative, like, series where you're, like, just doing insane farms, you know what I mean? And, like, these hard challenges... I've done most of them. There are some farms that I have not completed yet because I either don't see myself wearing the items or because the boosts are not significant enough. Like, so one of the farms that I haven't finished yet is the Awe Ascension gear. And Mm -hmm. the only reason I haven't finished it yet is because I've been busy in my, like, real life. But I haven't been motivated to finish it because the boost on it is only 10% better yeah. than the items that I already have. Gotcha. Because it's like, once you get your boosted items, it's like, well, I have boosted items now. There's not that much of a difference between this boosted item and that boosted item. I do like that there's multiple options out mm-hmm. there. Like, um, for example, there is the Celestial naval commander that gives a 30 percent boost to all types right yeah but it's not the all boost because there there's different texts and the the actual boost Mm -hmm. which makes it to where they stack okay because there's all boost and then there's targeted type boosts right right like you got your undead boost your chaos boost your elemental dragon and human Mm -hmm. right but the all boost will target all of those and ones without a type. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because not every single mob in this game does have a type. With Celestial Pirate Commander, mm-hmm. there's also a nation armor that does the same thing. Oh, really? Which is Archfiend Death Lord, I think, mm-hmm. is the name. And I think that it has the same exact boost. There are options that you do have when getting boosted items, and I think that's cool. It also makes it to where there's not really a reason for me to farm the other variant, you know? Yeah, Unless I get that. Unless you like it. It just comes down to that point, you know, do I like this more than the other? Our next question on Twitter comes from Nutty Pie. Uh, this, I, re- I read this question, and I was like, hmm, this is a <laughs> very interesting question. So, <laughs> answer this to the best of your abilities. Uh, they start off by saying, Thread's the best. So, Thread, you are the best. Um, ask if Hero Mart's collaboration with MIT and NASA to build life-size talking toy robots of Captain Rhubarb, voiced by Antonio Banderas, that can perform dance and kneel emote on command as a thank you gift to all the whales with 1 million ACs in their AE portfolio is the best thing since white bread. <laughs> so he actually posted about this a while ago, tagging a lot of the people who do giveaways, right? 
Uh-huh. Um, Wait, do you? I this doesn't make any sense to me. Besides, except Antonio Banderas. That's that's pretty cool. I like Antonio Banderas, but so I I think what he's trying to say is that he wants Huramart to make like actual like androids of Captain <laughs> Rhubarb. Okay. Like okay. The the closest thing that they have to that so far is the action figures. I don't yeah. think that that's an appropriate jump to make. Right. <laughs> right. Like I don't going straight to uh Captain Rhubarb and androids. And then you know who knows like Captain Rhubarb himself is a code monkey. Like I like to call him. Like he he knows I think he is their coder uh-huh. for uh I think he started on Adventure Quest. Uh-huh. Is where he started. But Will I be reflected in the robots? You know, will they know how to code? <laughs> right. And then going from there, will they be able to change their own code? Because then that will give them like freedom of will. So then, <laughs> yeah. I think potentially Captain Rhubarb robots okay. could take over the world. Could take so over. So I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually a good idea uh, <laughs> because but, of that reason. Yeah, that would be a. Uh, it would be cool, but. It also probably not good. <laughs> I don't think I actually do have a million ACs. I don't think I have the bag uh the badge for it. I don't have a million ACs either. And I, I don't and I don't think AE could afford to have Antonio Banderas voice these Captain Rhubarb androids. I think that is realistic actually. I think that what that one part of it is realistic. <laughs> that, that that's the most realistic part out of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Is having Antonio uh Banderas. Banderas? Yeah, Banderas. Yeah. A voice something for them. I think that is the most realistic thing you can get out of this. Yeah, that is probably the the thing that you that will that will that would definitely happen before they make these talking uh, androids of Captain Rhubarb. So, yeah, that was a interesting question. <laughs> and you know, Rhubarb is a real person too. I'm pretty sure. Right. So he yeah. already has a voice too so that's true yeah why not use his voice we could have captain rhubarb voice captain rhubarb exactly our uh we have another question from Sapphiros uh from the dark side Sapphiros asks what is his favorite place to always be fk laugh out joke there are several places or several servers and millions of maps to be on but i've only seen him in yolgar but this is a real question what non-legion npc would you like to see turned to the legion side ooh, ooh. that that part of the question is really good so that is i will completely ignore it for the moment and answer the first part okay <laughs> what, what is uh, your favorite spot to be afk so i go to yulgar because that is where i went when i needed people to help me, me. too yeah uh so i'm at the point in the game where there are very few things for me to like finish really the best thing for me to do is to be in yogar because um i am willing and able to help people with the harder tasks in the game you know oh yeah and i've noticed that there are less and less people willing to help i I try to be there when i can Mm -hmm. or um I i do set time aside during the day to be near my screen so that I can see and help people. Yeah. Which sometimes it's a little bit of time. Sometimes I am at home the whole day. Uh, but 
I'm not looking at my screen 24-7, you know? So a lot of people do catch me uh, in 4K <laughs> being okay. <laughs> oh, so. my God. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I just recently found those videos of that guy ca- catching people in 4K. A lot of people do catch me when I'm, like, actually AFK, though. And it's like, dude, right. I was just not AFK for, like, two hours. And you had to come at the exact moment that I went to go make, like, lunch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, Thread's AFK all the time. It's like, well, not all the time. No, not all the time. I know. If I, when I, I, I also go to <laughs> that was really funny. I also uh, go to Yolgar and, you know it happens and go k sometimes so sometimes i'm not afk my i might it might say i'm afk but i'm i'm not but um yeah there's not many people that ever talk in yogar or help anymore but i also try to help people when i can i always try to be the person that actually talks and uh i know it's a weird concept people talking in yogar but i i uh i try to do the same thing another thing that mm-hmm. I found frustrating mm-hmm. uh, because one of the things that is frustrating is there aren't that many people willing to help. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, they, they might be like me, you know, where they just aren't looking at their screen at the moment. And a lot of people do that. And yeah. that's kind of the culture of AQW is there is the AFK culture. Right. And um, there are people who ask help for help mm-hmm. when they're doing content that they really shouldn't be tackling yet. And Mm. like, it can be kind of frustrating at times because you'll have somebody come up to you with like rogue class (laughs) and then ask you to help them kill Icewing. It's like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. It happens. I mean, they don't know any better, but yeah. Like, I wish there was a warning or something like, yo, this is hard. Don't do this until you're ready for it. You know? Right. And but they're just not so. A lot of people come into the game and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna tackle the hardest thing right off the bat. I'm and gonna solo it. <laughs> I respect the ambition. Yeah, very but ambitious. At least have something to where you can be useful to the party, because like if you if you just have one of the like starter classes, yes, you are there. You're a body, but you really aren't contributing anything. to the actual fight so at least have like stone crusher or lord of order if you are going to tackle the harder content Mm -hmm. because that way even if you aren't doing like all of the damage you're at least helping the people yeah uh with your buffs and all of the support that that class does to provide Mm -hmm. but yeah it's i mean i also do have my guild that'll help me so even if somebody does ask for it we can help them but a lot of the time i will reject them yeah if they ask for ice wing and i see that they're like level 50 or really low level <laughs> and it's like no i'm not i'm not doing that you're like no it, trust me it's just for your own good no <laughs> not yet <laughs> another thing that i don't like doing is taxing people to bosses mm-hmm. which a lot of people do do this and the there is a reason that I don't do it. And the reason that I don't do it is because some of the stories, people just don't, a lot of people skip it. Yeah. So the more people that skip it, the less amount of people there are with access to the map, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if everybody gets on that trend of just skipping the story 
and going right to it. Eventually, there's going to be uh, times where people can't help people get to that, you know? I'd rather them do the story and get to the boss for me to help them kill it. Yeah, they're they're also just missing a good story, and they're missing a whole bunch of content. And then that's also levels, too. Like, you're missing out on... Because quests do give a pretty good amount of... Like, especially the newer quests. The older quests don't give that much XP. No. Because back in the day, the max level was, like, somewhere around 40. So there's a reason those quests don't give XP. Every single XP that you get counts towards the total. Yeah, that's a good reason. I never thought of that. I mean, I I don't ever... No one ever really asked me to taxi them into a boss, but... I get that. Plus, like, I did the story, so you should do the story, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did all this work. Why, why, why don't you do it? I am guilty of taking advantage of taxis, too. So I can't, I really can't blame them for it. Yeah. But I've decided to stop taxiing people because I thought about it. And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. they're missing out on content. Because yeah. every single thing that you skip, that makes the game shorter. So True. Yeah. And then they'll complain, oh, this release was not good. <laughs> well, you didn't play it. <laughs> I think the NPC that I would like to legionize the most, I think it would be funny okay. for Nolgath the Archfiend to be legionized, just because that would cause so much of an outroar <laughs> uh-huh. from the that side of the, com- the nation side of the community, which I think would be hilarious to watch that go down. It would be funny. I think Arx would be pretty interesting, but we do have Legion Paladin. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of already a thing. Yeah. At least art wise. But I think something that would be cool lore wise mm-hmm. and would make sense is there is a paladin ghost inside of Lightfall. And I think that he would be a very cool Legion character because he is guarding the lower part of uh, Lightfall. Mm-hmm. And he's already dead. So. All it would take would be for his soul to be put inside of a undead body. Mm-hmm. And there you go. You got your undead paladin, you know. I think that would be a really cool story. Mm-hmm. And I think it would give birth to a really cool NPC. That would be cool. And it would be funny if Nolgath got legionized. I can just see that all that happening. And the, like you said, the uproar in the community that it would that it would cause. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. That would be funny. There was a pretty big outroar already mm-hmm. um, from when they kind of had their bromance moment. Right. Uh, because Malgor corrupted the uh, one of the Legion's generals mm-hmm. and a lot of the nation. Yeah. They were getting affected on both sides. You know, the story, uh, mm-hmm. Dage helped Nolgath get out of that situation. Yeah. And then they kind of had like a little bromance moment. And there was a lot of people upset about that (laughs) but um i think it's to the point now they can be friendly Mm -hmm. because they do both serve under the shadow scythe even if they don't like each other they kind of are on the same team i thought that part was cool actually when that happened and dage kind of put out his hand and helped him i I did like it Mm -hmm. but you know there there was i feel like there would have been more um I feel like the grudge would have still been there, you know? <laughs> Should do it for, like, an April Fool's, like, release one year. <laughs> just, I just want to see what would happen. <laughs> <I'll> experiment. 
kind of like um not not mirror realm but right the back side of the mirror maybe all right thread now this question i had to answer this question the last episode um this is a very important question your answer you know this it's got to be the right one uh this all depends on whether you're going to continue being the the co-host so you, this is the million dollar question um and you can phone a friend if you need to but uh the sky asks does thread like ducks you know i know it's a hard one i i hope you answer this correctly i'm actually really into studying animals and uh what they can do mhm ducks are the only bird that can swim and fly that are not complete a-holes um right because you have geese you have swans you have seagulls Mm -hmm. you have pelicans Mm -hmm. you have cranes aren't that bad but all of the other water birds are Mm -hmm. like complete anti-humanity you know yeah but yeah ducks on the other hand i think are the friendliest of the bunch yeah and I think that makes them at least a lot more likable than the others. And for that reason, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that ducks are a yes. Okay. I like ducks. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thank you. won. You million dollars. You did it. That's good. Because I was going to say, man. All right. Whew. I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders now. All right. This is good. Um, and Sky wants to know, uh, when she's coming on. So, uh, I don't know. We got to plan that out. Me and Thread can I mean, interview you and talk. What's that? It was really, um, con- not convenient. I mean, yeah, it was convenient actually, uh, getting to, um, talk to you because you do answer pretty quickly and, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I feel like you're pretty easygoing in the messaging. He's really easy to contact. If you do, a- anybody who's listening, if you do want to be interviewed, uh, I think it's he's very friendly and mm-hmm. a good guy Aww. and easy to get in touch with. Hey, so yeah. Thank contact you. him. He'll probably get you on. Yeah, contact me and uh, we'll set something up. We'll plan around uh, our schedules and stuff and we'll see what we can do. So... Yes, Sky, or anyone listening, shoot me a message and we'll, uh, we'll work something out. Our second to last question comes from Rue. Uh, Rue asks, does Thread enjoy hosting giveaways, or is it in his nature to give back to the blessings he has? So some of them are uh, strictly because I enjoy it. Like um, the art giveaways. Art, I don't really consider them giveaways because it's more of a contest. But um, the ones that have had contests are strictly because, like, oh, I want something done, and I'm going to see who can do it the best, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, those ones are really fun for me to host because it's like you get to see a lot of stuff that's really cool. Um, some of them are just to promote other things, like... Yeah. um when I do do one of the contests, mm-hmm. I always do a mini giveaway for it so that people will retweet it and get it out there. Because um, any time that there is 
something you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, people will read it. They might like it, but not a lot of people will ever retweet it because that's not something that really goes to somebody's head unless it's like uh, artwork that they really enjoy or something mm-hmm. that they really do agree with, you know? Yeah. So to get the most eyes on it, I do do those little mini giveaways, which it's not something that's like, oh yeah, I really like watching people retweet this. It's more. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting back like, oh yeah, I like this. Good retweet. Yeah. It's not that it's uh more, it's just to get more eyes on it so that you can get more people that can participate, you know? Right. Of course. One of the ones that was kind of sketchy hosting uh-huh. was I, I wanted to promote people helping other people mm-hmm. in game. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, t- just take a screenshot of you helping somebody. But, uh, you know, those screenshots can always be faked. So yeah, that that was kind of risky. And we kind of had to look at some of them and be like, well, are we going to let this be an entry? Or are we going to have to say something about it? Right. You know, like get, get a fuller picture, get something in the chat. But yeah, most of them have been really fun. There was one where I stayed on for like 24 hours. Like I stayed online for 24 hours. Whoa. And uh, I had people just come in and take a picture with me, and we would chat for a little bit. Yeah. That one was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you get to interact with the community. A lot of them are really enjoyable to do. I've never hosted any sort of giveaway. What's that like? Like, how do you... I don't even know how you go about doing that, really. I think how I got started was I saw Shy, like the Shy AE, and uh, I was like, oh he's doing this Mm -hmm. and it was it was at a time where i was like you know i was starting to get more involved in the community Mm -hmm. and uh i kind of wanted to get myself out there so that people would recognize me more and uh i would have at least uh a small voice i enjoyed it so i kept doing it and i think that's how a lot of things start for me it's like well i'll stick my toe in and see how it is and then Right. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'll keep doing this. I should try that uh, sometime. I don't know, it'd just be fun. Fun thing to do. Uh, you'll have to help me with that. Maybe we can do a giveaway at the podcast somehow, someday, one time. I don't know. Check it out. If you want to, we can do one like for the episode, too. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that after the episode. Okay. See what we can do. Last question comes, or from Twitter, comes from uh Rainus Zen. Uh Rainus asks, as a guild leader, don't you think guild should have more appreciation for keeping the game going? And what could AE improve in game for the guilds? I think something really simple that they could do, like um that would be very easy, would just be to have a either a daily quest or a weekly quest for the guild to complete mm-hmm. and um i think that that would be really cool if there was actually a reason to be in a guild and to log in and interact with your guild members something that i mean we are kind of getting into a lengthy episode here <laughs> yeah so i'll try to not bring up another tangent that i can go on but um, <laughs> say what you guys say it's fine i think in the next episode uh we can talk about it okay but i wish that there were more specialized classes 
Right. Um, because a lot of the classes are kind of general all-rounders. Mm-hmm. And, like, it would be really cool if there's just a class that just did straight damage and nothing else. And then maybe there's a class that just did straight support and nothing else. Right. But, you know, kind of forcing you, like, if you wanted to do it the fastest way possible, it would force you to interact with other people, which it already does. The game already does, because the more support classes you have in a room, the, mm-hmm. the higher damage you're doing, which going back to the very beginning of the episode that's part of what uh we do yeah when trying to break the game is seeing how hard we can get a class to hit with as many people in the room as we can get them there you know yeah 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 um like for example uh we took paladin high lord me and my guild members Mm -hmm. and uh we got all of us into a party yeah and all of them put on support classes while i had paladin high lord on yeah. And I was doing like calendar class level, uh, <laughs> like levels of damage <laughs> yeah. to the uh, to the boss because of all of the supports that I had on me, and then plus uh, Paladin High Lord and Death uh, Doom Knight Overlord, uh-huh. they both get bonuses for how many people you have in a party. So all right. the the damage output was insane. There are very few classes that can get to that point of damage. Right. But that's, yeah, that's insane. There are things that you can do with your guild to make it a fun place to be. Mhm. Um but I've actually been thinking about this myself and thinking about hosting my my guild hosting it. Yeah. But um getting all of the guilds that focus on helping other players mm-hmm. and getting them all into a discord and a discord can be a very weird place yeah because it's not ae doesn't control that no so there would have to be a lot of things in place to make sure that um it was something that ae would look at and be like okay yeah this is good you guys did a good job yeah like something that they they could they could put their support behind that they could yeah because you know adventure quest is e10 mm-hmm. i think yeah i believe so which means anybody 10 and up can play this game mm-hmm. so you kind of have to keep that in mind when doing um anything that you want the entire community to be a part of mm-hmm. because you know there are going to be kids playing this so Right, I'd, there would have to be yeah things in place to make sure that things don't go on mm-hmm. that could disturb that. Yeah, it would take a lot of work, and I am off uh, work for a while mm-hmm. because of summer. Yeah, but that's something that I think I want to tackle and get done before I uh, get deployed to leave for the military. Right. Yeah, you should definitely. Uh get on that and do that I'll, I'll try to help you as much as i can i mean i'm not i just kind of started my discord and i don't know i'm still learning it myself there is one player that i know of that is really uh well versed in discord Good. and i'm thinking about talking to them because yeah they they have their own discord but mm-hmm. i i would definitely have to get with somebody who knows more about discord than i do yeah. to have all of that set up. I think that'd be good and beneficial to the community. I think AE could get behind that. Because um, you're right, Discord is a weird place. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, 
Twitter can be too, but um, and the game is a, a family friendly uh, game, and there's going to be younger people around, which is that's that was like one thing I made in my Discord, like kind of I try I try to keep the podcast and the Discord like family friendly, like no crazy like swearing and all that, you know, because there's no point in it, really. Uh, you know, it doesn't contribute much to the conversation. And that's just a decision I decided to make on my own for this. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean by that. A guild's worth is really what the guild members do to make the guild worth being in, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it does come down to the leader and how they want to run their guild. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they are the person who um, does have the final say on everything, you know? Yeah. Because if they wanted to, they could disband the guild whenever they want. Yeah, they could easily just shut it down. Me, with my guild personally, mm -hmm. I do um, I do talk to my officers and my other members a lot about what they want to do with the guild. And um, we did have some ideas. And mm -hmm. I think we did have a pretty good thing set up, but it just like going to the gym, it was really hard to get myself started on that because it is a lot of work to <laughs> actually yeah. put things in place to make it to where there are reasons to do stuff with the guild every day, Yeah, you know, and uh, I'll have to get on that and it will take a little bit of time. But mm -hmm. I'm sure that we can make it to where all of the guilds can interact and uh, get something done that will help the community. You don't get that with other games, something like this, like such a close, tight knit community, like to the point where they make a discord with guilds to help people. That's what I think that's another thing that really makes this game this community, at least, and the game stand out from you know everyone else it's definitely a very social game and the developers and ae reflect that a lot too yeah because of how much they interact with the community i think that's one of their um higher points about that like um one of their better qualities is they are very interactive with their like they they do listen they do read what we uh send to them mm -hmm. and uh they interact with us so yeah we are at one hour 40 minutes right now we are yeah uh i had some discord questions but i will leave everyone on a cliffhanger and save those for the next episode awesome yeah 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 <laughs> leave people hanging a little bit <laughs> give them a reason to tune in yeah exactly give them, give them a reason to tune in for next week Alrighty, everyone that was episode seven of adventure cast we are we're doing good we're building something uh i'm again i i always try to thank my uh discord members for sticking around and all the new people joining and uh all the new uh followers on twitter on the adventure cast twitter and um you know i, I just i really appreciate everyone's support um and i appreciate you thread taking the time to uh reach out and you know, want to kind of, I mean, I don't know if you've ever done something like this, but kind of go out of your, your comfort zone maybe, or your element and, and try something new. Um, that's a really, that's a tough thing for people to do. And I think that, uh, you know, 
I, I don't know. I just I, I think that's really, really good of you that you did that because you're able to contribute a lot to the conversation. And I really enjoyed talking to you. And I really enjoyed having you on. And, you know, I'm happy to call you the co-host of this podcast. Um, officially, I've been looking for a co-host and we got one. Thread, you are the co-host. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, and uh, Of course. I mean, you, you built this up by yourself. And yeah. I don't want to take any credit for that. Right. Uh, but you did do something for the community that hasn't been here. Mm-hmm. So I think that on your side that's really really cool that you did do that well thank you i don't know i i I like to (laughs) really what it was was i I like to i like to talk and i like to i like adventure quest worlds obviously and i wanted i it was kind of out of my comfort zone too to do something like this um you know because usually making videos they're my videos at least on my main channel are heavily edited they're a lot of them are scripted so it you know it's easier for people to follow but like this is out of my comfort zone to sit here and and talk for two hours and um and interview complete strangers you know um and then but build friendships off of that and uh i i I looked at the community and you know there's I didn't see anything like this and I wanted to try something new. I was looking for something new to do because I was kind of losing uh, kind of a creative, I don't know. I was just lo- running out of ideas and like, and like want to make videos kind of. Um, so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try something totally new that I'm not used to doing and uh, just throw it out into the community and, and see what people, people say about it. And people liked it. So, you know, and I'm happy about that because I really enjoy doing this. I just wanted a way to help the community and contribute in some way, at least, even if it's not physically helping people or, you know, contributing to the game. But I wanted to to put in my I wanted to be able to look back one day and be like, you know, I did this. I, I, I contributed my part to the community, I think. So I decided to do this. And uh, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Episode seven. Yeah, I think you did a really good job at Thank you. Um, building this up to where uh, you can keep it going. That that was that was another thing. I uh, it, it's easy for me to to stick to this, like upload every Saturday morning, um, and it gives people something to look forward to, and I'm glad I can provide that. But now I can say I'm glad that we can provide that. <laughs> I'm glad to to have you on board and to continue this journey and see where it goes. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the future holds. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you all for listening, whether you are listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, you know the whole deal. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Everyone in my Discord, thank you. Thank you for all the new members, all the new followers and all that, new subscribers, and everyone commenting and interacting with the video. Um, if you guys want to, you can follow me on my main Twitter at LankyAKW and you can also follow uh, the AdventureCast Twitter at AC Live Podcast and I will put the invite link to the Discord in the description and tweet it out. I don't have like a custom link so I kind of have to always put out a new link every couple days because it expires in like five or six days or something like that. So I, I uh, if you ever catch one of those tweets whoever's listening and you want to join the Discord you know come on in and join but uh thread what what do you want to plug you guys can follow me on twitter as well um like i said earlier in the video we probably 
will do a giveaway either to promote the alliance of guilds or to promote the podcast itself yeah so look forward to that you can follow me i will probably be the one doing that side at least yeah yeah, the giveaway you're Uh, very familiar with that uh i'll try to do as much as i can but uh you know i always like to let people that know how to do things better than me take the reins because i know they'll get it done yeah so you can follow me at thread time have a good one and uh see you next week i guess all right guys see you in the next one peace